0: Hi, I'm Renee Filpot, and this is Selling with Charm. After over 26 years in sales, there's one thing I have learned: sales is fun. Join me as I help you simplify your sales process, and together we will reach your weekly, monthly, and yearly goals. Let's get started. Hi, Earl. How are you doing? Doing great. How about yourself? I'm
1: doing
0: well. So welcome to 2022.
1: Uh, we snuck into another one, didn't we?
0: Yes, we did. Now you haven't been with us for a little while. Nope. So you got any updates for us?
1: Um, you've not invited me in a while, so um, but the no, just working on the goals and working on um, the getting ready for twenty twenty two. Um, you know, I've talked a little bit on my stuff this morning that um, my video that I do and that you've got to be Having your goals, I mean, you 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 already should have some. But you still can change stuff. You still can edit things. You still can add a goal and stuff like that. But I think your uh, the goals that we're getting ready for 2022 should make you sweat, Should make you nervous. And you should have a few big ones that you really go. You know, I don't know if I'll make this. And and if you don't make it, it's not the end of the world. But then what happens? You got to look at why did you not make it? Did you not work on it? Did you just? something happen or whatever so for me it's with you know my different life goals and business goals i've got but also with my running and bicycling goals that i do and um i've set some pretty big goals for myself so um, i think that's part of it I'm, i i get excited this time of year because i get excited about looking at what goals and what i'm going to work toward and you know how trainings gonna work for me for that side of it but also with business you know, you kind of close the year out and go okay what do we want this year to look like where do we want it to grow to? You know, me and you sat down yesterday and talked about our one year, three year five year plan for life and PDS. And I know some people like it, some people don't like it. And, you know, but to me, I kind of enjoy kind of having those goals kind of out there to kind of look at what I want to work toward. So to me, it's what kind of motivates me to kind of keep pushing forward. So
0: mm, really good. So um, I'm really excited about some goals that I have this year. Of course, the podcast is part of that. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was happy to have you with me today. Um, One of the things that I'm going to be doing this year is starting a series on sales done right. And I'll be having different guests and I'll also be observing some, some companies and businesses that I see that are doing a good job with sales. Um, because that's, that's, you know, most businesses have something to sell. You and I really had an interesting conversation to start the morning. Um, sometimes I forget how different you and I are and how we look at things so differently because I've always been the sales side. Mm-hmm. I've always worked on the service side, but to start my series, I'll be talking about the first company that I, where I was introduced to sales and you also worked there. Mm-hmm. Um, we often joke about. Uh, you've been in copiers how much longer than me? A few months.
1: No, like six months, I think longer than you. So, more of a veteran.
0: Yeah, you say you are. So, um, but the company where you and I started together is where I learned about sales. And um, I really thought that uh, everybody looked at it the same as me, but you were the service side. And I thought that coming from the coal mines into the copier business, you would really see that they were doing something different there, but share a little bit about how you feel like your job was the same in the coal mines as it was as couple with copiers
1: well, I mean, in either one of them I mean they were somebody selling something I mean in the mines, people were selling the coal, and without the coal, i didn't the service person didn't have a job I mean I had to you know we dug the coal and we worked on the equipment and things like that and so without each other, I mean it was So when I went to the copier business it was cleaner to a point i didn't have to take a shower every day i got home to get all the coal dust off but you know the way i looked at it you know sales put equipment out and we went and worked on them. and that's how it kind of worked same way i mean without sales putting equipment out and you know, we didn't have nothing to work on yeah. usually just kind of pointing me a direction going okay we got this new client over here we need to take care of and that's what you know, we went to work on so for me um we kind of you know, talked about it different times but that's just like i was saying earlier that Without the whole different sections of the the business, if, you know to be successful, you got to have people that take care of the billing. You got to have people take care of the sales. People take care of the service and you know answering the phones or whatever. Everybody's got a, a job to play. But um, sales and service, you know, actually is, is a big part of the business, and they got to kind of work together because without service, there wouldn't be no sales, and without sales, there'd be no service. And same way in the coal company, I mean, without people selling the coal, as a lot of people see now, without coal, there's no jobs. Um, when there's plenty of coal and plenty of coal being sold, I mean, there's lots of jobs. I mean, it's the same difference. So to me, I just, I mean, it's a very similar in the aspect of it.
0: Yeah, so that was really interesting to me because I hadn't thought of it. Um, because I've been doing sales so long, everything for me, my thought always starts with sales, just like yours starts with service. And you had shared with me earlier that all you were really concerned about was fixing whatever you were needing to go fix or, you know, service whatever there was to service. So you weren't thinking about those sales goals so much as I was thinking about. But the story that I want to talk about is that this, this first company where we worked, the first year that we were there, they were trying to reach um, a big goal of a million dollars in sales. And now this is how I remember it, how you remember it. So some things may be, this is just how we remember it. But the first year they were trying to reach a million Mm dollars in sales. So to me, and they gave the goal to the whole company and they they said, if you reach this goal, we're going to take everybody on a cruise Mm -hmm. and you get to take a a guest with you. And, you know, coming from Eastern Kentucky, very rural area, I got to tell you, it was unheard of to me. I just couldn't imagine that somebody was going to take everybody that worked in their business. And there was 20 or 30 people that worked there, I would estimate. And the owners of the company was an older gentleman who had retired and had extensive sales experience. He had been trained by some great people like IBM and was really good at sales. And then his son-in-law, who was a CPA, um, And they owned it together. So one of them was very uh, sales oriented. And the other one was all about numbers and accountability. Neither of those people were really the service side of -hmm. the business, um, but they knew it was important. Mm -hmm. Um, But that they, so I guess that's really the first time you and I had seen uh, someone outside of ourselves. We had had some goals when we first got married, um, but seeing a an organization wrapped themselves around a goal was pretty amazing Mm -hmm. um but again when I started thinking about this I'm thinking all about that that number and everybody was working toward that and you don't remember it quite as much about sales Mm -hmm. as I do Mm
1: -hmm. yeah
0: and I thought as a service person you even saw the sales goal but as you shared with me, that really wasn't what was on your mind most of that time we were working toward that goal. Is that right?
1: Yeah, I mean, I really never thought much about it that day. I mean, I remember everybody was working hard toward it, but we still had equipment to service and to go out and work. So, I mean, that was our job still that day. I mean, everybody else was on the phone, calling people, doing things. Salespeople were working, telemarketers, people in the office. But the service team still had service to do. I mean, we still had to get out and work on the equipment and, and be sure things were going. And, um, you know, they had asked us to, you know, people need to buy toner or, or a small machines, or if anybody was out there, you know, they, we was kind of out, of course, listening for that while we were out servicing. And if we heard somebody was looking for something, we would usually call in and let somebody know, Hey, you know, you might, you know, you call these people here, they're looking for you know, some toner or they're looking to you know, buy something at the end of the year Here's the last day of the year. And they was looking at maybe to buy something. So, but our job still was to get out and service and keep the equipment going. We still had installs and things to do like it. So.
0: Yeah. And so um, that was interesting to me because I remember this goal, just pushing so hard toward this goal, even though I was still in telemarketing at this time. I believe you started um, with the company in July and I started sometime in September. Hmm. And this was all came to an end uh, toward this goal on December 31st. Hmm. So uh, it seems like it was a Friday, but it may just seem like that in my mind because it was a holiday the next day. but I remember that morning we went into the office and everybody was focused on it. There was three. this company had three branches in uh, around Kentucky, and they were uh, communicating with each other where their number was at. The corporate office was in Lexington at the time, and they were keeping up with all the numbers and the sales that came in. So that was pretty exciting for me. Um and as you have talk, shared with us, you were servicing copiers as usual that day with maybe a toner order here or there to help right. toward the numbers. Um but for me, I it was just amazing to me. And sometime during um mid afternoon, late afternoon, we hit the goal and everybody was so excited. Well, I can I just remember thinking, I don't know if this is real. It seemed like a dream to me. And um, I I kind of didn't know what what was going to happen as it got Mm. closer to us going on this trip. Because we were going to be getting on an airplane for the first time and getting on a cruise ship for the first time and leaving the country. So yeah, we had not left
1: Kentucky much i mean we <laughs> i mean we've only been to a, a handful of states in our life so we had we, we never traveled a lot I mean, like we do now so
0: yeah so this this was our introduction to setting goals and this this um dealership that we were in was just growing and it, the the atmosphere was great because everybody seemed to be working toward this same goal and everybody knew kind of what their job was and it 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 was really a fun place to work, and um, it was great to be working toward this. Everybody looking toward this this big goal. So as part of that, um, you know, and this was the first sales job I had ever had. When I started sales, I really didn't think too much about. A lot of people now have preconceived notions about sales, and maybe they did then too, but I didn't. Um, they were going to give me a salary plus commission and to me it was just like I was getting paid to talk to people I really didn't have to um, do anything that was didn't come natural for me almost Mm -hmm. I mean I was trying to persuade people but it wasn't like uh, anything difficult or that I was having to have somebody check my work I didn't have to be you know exact about things and it was just really comfortable for me and I really was amazed to get paid to do that um, but they, the company, was really doing a lot of stuff right. Now that I look back, and that made them a success because they went from that first year we were there, they set an even bigger goal of like three million the next year, and then five million. So for three years straight, we hit these goals and were able to go on this these cruises, you know, the airplanes and all of the all the awesome stuff, and. That that made it great, but it was more than that that made it great. So um, there's some things that I see they were doing right that made sales a great job and a good fit for me and made me recognize it. As you have said, you know, we had to be selling stuff for you to be having something to service. So it made your job better, too, that they were having these big goals and we were able to reach them. So some of the things that I see that they were doing right, they were setting these big goals, but they were clearly defining them. They didn't say, if we sell a bunch, we're going to take everybody on a cruise. They had a number in mind. And that that was the first thing that they were doing right. And then they, they trusted us and gave us some freedom to go out and work toward the goals. So
1: um yeah. well, i think i think it's what's even more unique to me during that time there was no cell phones they were no the communication wouldn't like what you're doing now i mean we're you're they were physically calling people from a landline between each to each branch talking to people where are you at now where are you at now and writing stuff up on a board so it wasn't like they were you know we were all updating up a file on google docs or something it was popping up It's like yeah i mean mean um, they, they barely was internet at the times like yet I mean they that's what's even more amazing to me so they ain't like we was updating things constantly I mean you're still physically getting a phone book out I mean sitting people I mean I don't forget people sitting there with a uh, yellow pages that are calling through people and so that's what's even more amazing to me with the whole situation them having this goal and everybody was working towards the same big goal. Like you said, it wouldn't like you know the Louisville department versus the lakes department and the Somerset department. Each one of them had to do Somerset only had to do this much, this much. Everybody's working towards the same big goal. It didn't matter what, which location it was we were working toward one goal and that was a really neat part for me was seeing that part that everybody working towards the same thing because there was a competition of course i mean between locations everybody wanted to be that the best location of course and and it always was a close and big competition between them um but to, to see them all keying together and say okay let's work toward this together what can we work on here to get this done so, I think to me, it was kind of neat seeing that part of it, um, what I remember of that part. But yeah, the, the technology was not there. It was more of amazing to me to think about. Like today, you could do something that, and you say, you shoot it out to people all over the world. It would not like it then. Yeah. Uh, you, you got, It was actually just getting on the phone and calling each location and saying, and you know, if we were out and they were asking us to do something, I mean, we had pagers on. They were, she was a, a the phone number to call and we we're like calling back in or like hey while you're there ask this and you like you're, you're finding a payphone or something trying to do this i mean now there's you know, no pagers or payphones out so i mean it was even more of amazing to me so
0: oh, that's a really good point because um like you're saying we we think that we have to know every minute what somebody's doing where they are towards something but that was proof that they could just give us a job. And you know, we were able to focus a lot better than we are today. Mm-hmm. So oh, definitely. Um we had specific things we were working toward and that was a good thing. So um uh, that I had forgotten that we didn't have technology to reach it and we didn't, you know, um, but it didn't seem like we were missing anything. We were able to get it done anyway. Oh
1: yeah. I mean it was definitely I mean we didn't look at it as being a, a nothing to hold us back like people would look at it now.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean the internet
1: goes out for 30 minutes right now, everybody loses their mind and kind of like, mm. we, we can't do nothing. We can't work. And back then it's like, yeah, I mean, even the phone lines went out, we still got out and done stuff. And you we went out and seen people, done whatever we had to do. So, mm,
0: that's true. Uh,
1: but I think the freedom of working toward the goals and that's what's quote. I mean, I think even in today's world and and in families and business and personal, whatever, you got to have those personal goals, but having those uh, couples goals or that business goal that everybody works toward together is really neat. When you're seeing everybody kind of put in a, their two cents in and kind of saying, okay, you know, know, some people may sell a lot more than the next salesperson, but when they're all working toward that same big goal, it's pretty neat to see them come together on that.
0: Oh yes. Yeah. I see where at that time as individuals, we had specific course quota goals and that, but then we get to celebrate as group, Mm -hmm. which was pretty good. And, you know, part of this was they were giving us, they were holding us accountable Mm -hmm. Um, as the, These part of the sales side, they were asking things. They didn't really, um, it wasn't, it wasn't like you have to do this and then you'll have to do that. It was like, how's it going? And just asking some questions. I know the, as I had shared the owner with the sales side experience, for example, he, he, him and his wife were coming through town one day, and they just stopped and took me to lunch, and I had been doing really well, exceeding the expectations of setting appointments, and he asked me about that a little bit, and he really he kind of bragged on me, and I liked that, of course, because it was new for me, um, but he didn't dwell on it. He didn't say, can you do more, you know, tell me how you're getting these appointments, but it was kind of like he, he took interest in and told me I was doing a good job, but then they just got to know me. And so that was the, you know, the sales side, the encouraging side. And then of course um, the accountability side where they were doing the, his son-in-law who was in charge of, you know, the numbers really, or that's how I felt, you know, I'm sure behind the scenes they were coming together. But to me, it felt like um, that was the accountability side You know, once a month, we'd have these meetings and we'd see, you know, where you are toward the the goal. And and it was you it was kind of peer pressure because you were there with your peers, the sales team, at least once a month. And that was part of being held accountable. And, you know, you they would you'd have to give a forecast. And um, and of course, if you gave a forecast that was pretty high, everybody would cheer. And then you also had to go over what you did last month. So if you didn't hit your forecast, it was pretty embarrassing. But that wasn't anything that, you know, again, it was from your peers. And it was really giving you the responsibility. So it wasn't like the accountability was really good because it it wasn't like you were being um, disciplined. It was like you were being encouraged.
1: Yeah, I think the accountability part is a big thing in, in every goal that you're setting for your business or your you know work or life or whatever, you got to have that kind of that accountability partner on a lot of it. Um, that's when you and me talk about things a lot of times when we're talking about goals like that, and we'll kind of say, okay, where are we at with this right here? You know I mean? You sit down in street, like I said, for personal and, you know, business and you're saying, okay, you know, let's set this goal here. And some goals we rolled right over to this year because we, we, we feel like we all want to hit it again because, you know, it was not something really to add to um, anywhere from, personal you know like going on a, a monthly trip together just a small trip you know having you know, you mean know, just the at least a sit-down dinner together which we do mostly every day but you know, but still we kind of put some things down like that and say okay let's roll this back over but then also um you know I mean, for like on some of the running stuff that i've done like yeah, for me you know i, I was wanting to hit um uh, like 1300 miles this year running um, I had done 12-something last year, and um, I done, I'm sorry, 13-something last year, and I had it set for 1,500 this year. And I ended up only doing, like, 12-something, just some things in life, things went up this year it's flat, But I went and set that 1,500. But then I had a few other goals that I didn't hit, and I made them bigger because I'm like, I could have done that. I feel like but some things went wrong, but this year I my, I could push further than that. And I'm talking to you about them all the time, but also I've got – you know, a you know a friend that I run with, like yeah, that I you mean, know, I know he's gonna be waiting on me out there to go running, and so you gotta have that accountability partner to kind of get you out the door. A couple of days that is thirteen degrees and snowing and just windy and the weather's horrible and things like that. Yeah, it's a lot easier sitting inside in front of the fireplace and have another cup of coffee. So, I think. With accountability, that's a big part of business, and I think that you know, if you own your business, and some people just own their business by themselves, it's just them. You can still have accountability partners. You can be, it can be, you know, a, a, a mate. It can be, you know, just a, a, a best friend that you have, and say, look, I want you to kind of help me here. You know, every quarter, I like to sit down and then you have coffee together, and you know, I want to kind of talk to you about my goals, and I want you to kind of help me stay on focus on this right here, kind of help me, my motivation, and most people's going to be willing to do that, and what you can do is do a little thing to where, um, kind of like they did with the crews, it was awesome, because it pulled everybody together, from the people that was answering the phones, to the parts people, to sales service, everybody, it pulled everybody to one big goal we we're working toward, and so if you set that goal, and say, okay, if, if I hit this goal, I'm going to take you out, if you'll be in my accountability part, I'm going to take you out to a nice dinner, just to celebrate and say thank you, Just like yeah, for example, um, I think people it gives them something to kind of be that attachment to, and they're going they're going to want to push you because they're going to want to go do that.
0: They got some skin on
1: exactly right. So I think that's a big part of it. So I think you know, the, the the part of the accountability is also is, is kind of things you've talked about is about not giving up. Mm-hmm. Is you know, you can't can give up. Could have been easier to just say this is a lot of work. Just throw your hands <laughs> up. And say I'm going to the house. Mm-hmm. And and so it's easy sometimes because trust me, it's it's so easy just to throw your hands up sometimes and walk away. Um, been there, and done that. Uh, you know, the and so it's hard to sit there and to say I'm going to quit, especially when you worked hard on something. Um, you know, this year I, I've talked to you about it, and it's something that really bothered me was I had my my first you know, DNL do not finish did not finish of a race and it was really hard for me harder than I thought it was going to be to say, I, I got to quit. I, I had an injury and I couldn't, I just couldn't keep pushing forward. So for me, that was really hard. And of course, later on, I'm saying, Oh, wow. What if I just kept pushing? What if I kind of kept doing it? And I mean, there's a lot of, ifs you and know, things like that, but I think in business, I think sometimes people give up too quick. I think they look at it going, this is hard. Well, yeah, it's hard. If it wasn't hard, I like could say all the time, everybody be doing this. Everybody have a business doing something. Um, it is hard. There's I mean, taxes. There's insurance. There's you got to get customers. There's competition. There's you know, There's a lot of aspects of business. It is hard, but the satisfaction to having that that goal and getting that done is is just really huge.
0: Mm-hmm. That's very good. Um, so you're right, not giving up is important, and that is a part of accountability. And, we, um, and then the, and the last thing that I really see that they were doing right, um, you know, that, that last day we weren't there. And they, they didn't give up. They came in with some other suggestions of how we might get there. And then we finally got there and they, they celebrated, but they celebrated just as they had promised. Mm -hmm. So uh, when I was a little young and naive and I wasn't sure if it was going to be like, I was thinking it was even better than I was thinking the celebration was, you know, the trip and how they provided for us and was right there with us. Um, You know, they had a bigger goal for the next year, more than double. Um, But they, they were still willing to celebrate On that trip, and they didn't think, they didn't, you know, say, now we've got to do this again next year, or how close are we to it for next year? Are we on target or whatever? They took that time to celebrate. Mm -hmm. And we got to um, just fellowship together. And, you know, there's something about, and this is in life and business, is, you know, in a marriage, when you work toward something together and then you get to appreciate it together. Uh, it forms a bond. Hmm. And that's that's the way it is. If you have a sales team, um, this this may be something you want to consider is coming up with, you know some so- sort of goal for them. Uh, it doesn't have to be a cruise. It can be, you know, like you suggested a dinner, it can be a spa day, it can be whatever. Um, but something that you can celebrate together and not think about the next goal, but just appreciate what you know where you where you've been and you know this is the start of a year if last year you didn't get where you wanted to be celebrate that you got as far as you did take time to appreciate what went right Mm. and maybe you know just like you've talked about with your races there's some things that you say you could have done different Mm. and some of them is so much that you're willing to have a bigger goal for next year even though you didn't hit it this year so that's because you've taken time to think about what could have been different or what could I do different. So um, I think this has been great, Earl. Thank you for being with me. I
1: always appreciate it. And I hope everybody keeps pushing. I hope everybody's got some big goals. I hope everybody's got some you know goals that make them nervous. and hope people's got some goals that they set big enough that they want to work hard on it and plan your a trip, plan something that you're going to celebrate when you hit that goal.
0: Yeah. So just to cover what I see that they were really doing right for their sales team and as a result for their company is they set some big goals and they clearly defined them. Then they gave their sales people and then later their other employees trust and the freedom to work toward those. And then there was some accountability, some checking in. The thing about accountability, we think it comes with consequences. But more than consequences, it can be encouragement, just as we have talked about today. And then let's not give up. You know, we're going to get more than halfway through and not be halfway to the goal. Uh, And that's okay because you can still dig a little deeper and run a little harder, um, put in a little more effort, and then reach that. And lastly, what I really see they did right is they celebrated the win. And everybody got to celebrate and appreciate the win. And that made you want to win again. So that is uh, all I have for you today. Uh, Earl, thanks again so much for being here. Let's have a great 2022. And if this is something that you'd like to work on, you may want to consider looking into my community for your sales reps. It will help you in this accountability, Uh, let you set up the fund, and then I'll help you with reaching the goals and, um, some of those sticky sales situations that you just need a little advice. It's a great way. So you can, uh, check it out uh, on my website at and look into, uh, the community for your sales rep. So have a great week.
1: Everybody have a great one.